Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 8 of Chronic Warriors Pod. You are in for a treat today. We are interviewing Maddie, my co-host Jamie's teenage daughter. She talks about what it is like to living with a mom with several chronic conditions. And what a heartwarming story it is. You'll want to adopt her. But Jamie is having none of it. I'm C. Tagaya. I live in Vancouver, British Columbia. I have epilepsy. My co-host is Jamie from Chicago, Illinois. She has epilepsy too and thrives, as she would put it, with multiple sclerosis. And she also has yet another unpronounceable condition. I'll get her to tell you. Our podcast series is all about living with a chronic condition, the good times and the bad. We know you are all chronic warriors 365 days of the year. Hi there, fellow chronic warriors. No, I'm not giving up my daughter. And I agree, Maddie is definitely something else. My other chronic condition, which Sita alluded to, is trigeminal neuralgia. This is extreme facial pain that is caused by the trigeminal nerve, which is behind your ear, that touches blood vessels. So your face thinks it's constantly in pain. Are you ready for today's podcast? Here we go. Hey, Jamie. How are you doing over there? I am and so excited to learn Maddie's intimate thoughts about our relationship with me being the chronic illness warrior and her being my constant uh, fighter. That's right. Me too. Welcome, Maddie. Hi. Thanks for having me. Uh, Mom, I'm, I'm more than just like a constant fighter. I am a very beautiful, amazing great, tremendous, brilliant, intelligent 17-year-old girl with amazing accomplishments. Yes, of course. You're my mother. You better agree. Yes. So we're so happy to have you on the pod. And this is the part of the show where we talk about our obsessions. I'm going to go first. I'm so obsessed with the song Africa which is originally done by Toto, but the version which is done by Carl Wolf. As well, I know I'm super late to jump on the Lizzo bandwagon, but I think she's amazing. What about you, Jamie? Well, I have to say that, though. I am currently obsessed with a Netflix series called October Faction. It's totally not something I would ever watch, um, but my husband had me sit there and watch two episodes with them, and now we binge the entire series. I can't wait for the next season to come out. It sounds like a good series, then. Mm-hmm. What about you, Maddie? Can I say two things, or is that, is yeah, that fine? Of course. Okay, so one thing is speech team. I'm, I'm such a speech dork. I have been doing it for four years. Every Saturday, I get up at 6.30 and put on a suit, and I go and talk in front of judges, and I love it. We're, we're a really close-knit community, and I just love it so much. And then the other thing is um, I love Jenna Marbles and Julian Solomita. They have a really great podcast. I'm 
promoting their podcast on another podcast. Sorry. <laughs> um, but okay. uh, to, they've been making me laugh. I've watched their YouTube videos countless times just because when there's hard days, sometimes you just need to laugh. So that's something has really gotten me through a lot of hard times. So that's what I'm obsessed with. That's awesome. So Maddie, what's it been like to have a parent with chronic illnesses? I'm not going to lie and say it's been a walk in the park. I think uh, it's definitely, I've gotten a lot more benefits than drawbacks from it. There's been days where it really drags and it, it, it's hard sometimes because socially not a lot of people understand what it's like. Um, and it's also hard because it's someone you know and you love so very much. You know, it's your parent and you can't do much to take away the pain. And I think that's been the hardest part for me. There's been a lot of rough moments just taking care of mom when she's poked stiptal after having a seizure. Um, you know, especially when I was younger. You know, now I, I think I have a better grasp. But when you're younger, it's really hard to wrap your head around something so complex. Especially because it's something where your parent doesn't have control over it you've like bonded through these tough times I mean honestly definitely like there was one time where mom had broken her foot in the garage and I was 15 at the time and had just gotten my permit dad was out of town and I had to drive her to the emergency room and I was the one who was there when she was you know crying about her broken foot and I was the one who was there through, like, it was just me and, you know, seeing her go through that. So, I mean, there's been a lot of positives that have come out of it. I think I've learned to be a better person. And mom has taught me so much through her battles. I appreciate that. That makes me feel good. How do you think, I mean, you've talked a lot about that, but if you could, you know, come up with, like, a specific uh point to tell our audience uh, that our relationship has been impacted? Honestly, I just think it's made us so much closer. I think really when you go through events that are so emotionally challenging, it can only bring you closer. Bomb's my best friend. I think we've bonded so much over the years just because of everything we've been through. She has never let me go through any pain alone, even it's, if it's just a common cold. And I've just tried to reciprocate that. And I don't want her to go through any pain or feel like she's ever alone. Like we're in this together. What do we call ourselves? Storp Strong. How do you think um, helping me with my chronic illnesses has uh, affected your perspective on meeting new people or um, just even the world as a whole? I think it's just made me so much more empathetic in a lot of ways. Um, kind of if people are being short-tempered with you, if people make very rash, immature decisions, it's kind of, I kind of have to put myself in their shoes saying, I have no idea what 
circumstances they're going through. Obviously, if they've done something bad, that doesn't necessarily justify what they've done. But I think you can appreciate the circumstances and kind of take a step back and, you know, go through the process of forgiveness. And, you know, that's all I would ask, like, people have of me. There's times where I am frustrated, you know, or I didn't want to do my homework, or I procrastinated, and it was just because I had so much going on at home. And that's all I'd want. I'd want that sense of empathy, so I try to give that out to the world. I think it's also just pain. It's so hard for me to see people in pain because I have learned, especially through taking care of mom, I like to be able to do things for people. I like to be able to make people's lives easier. And it's really hard when I have a friend that's going through something and I can't take away that pain. Like I, I can't do anything. And that's something I still struggle with. It's wanting to be able to take care of people. I, I don't like seeing people go through hard times and I'll be there for them whenever I can. But you can only do so much. And I love you for that. Really respect your empathy and compassion and I think Mm -hmm. that makes you Mm -hmm. a much more mature person than most Mm -hmm. of the people that you are are yeah my teacher that I work with I do a student teaching program she's told me before she says like if my daughter loves me half as much as you love your mom I'd consider myself lucky I don't know how to necessarily put it but I think I go in throughout the world and try my best to treat everyone like with like civilly. So you see that like you're so close with Jamie, your mom, and um, what kind of things do you do to help her with when she's really struggling? Ooh, what have I not done? <laughs> Sorry, mom. Sorry. Um, there's a lot of stuff um, we do. One of the most common things is just driving. She calls me her Uber. We run to the grocery store together. We go to doctor's appointments. Um, I pick up dinner, go to the bank, go to the library. So that's um, one thing. I, I've made a lot of food. Um, I make sure Izzy is getting ready and, you know, makes her, like, make sure she showers and stuff when mom isn't feeling good. I also keep mom company a lot. I think that's something, like, she also needs. And then, you know, just, you know, when she's not feeling well, taking her, take, make, taking her, her medicine, oh, sorry, you know, taking care of her when she's post-dictal, just keeping dad updated on things. Mm-hmm. And can you tell our audience who Izzy is? Oh, sorry. My bad. Izzy is my younger sister, um, Jamie's other daughter. She's five years younger than me, so we've gone through a lot together. And then, you know, chores, you know, the regular teenage stuff, laundry, dishes, you know, when mom gets really mad, I wash the walls, <laughs> stuff like that. We all have our different ways to, you know, have repercussions or punishments. And I like chores. There you go. Can you explain, like, what kind of things you need to do when um, your mom is post-dictal? Post-dictal is a term used to describe 
an epileptic after they have a seizure, usually mom is very out of it. She is, sometimes she gets very, very sad. Um, and sometimes she gets angry and she'll say, I didn't have a seizure. I, I did it. I didn't have a seizure. I did it. And sometimes she'll just be silent and be really, really upset, fall down. Um, and then there's been a couple times, you know, this was when mom was driving, when we had incidents in the car and just explaining to her that, you know, I had to drive home. It's just trying to make sure she's comfortable because I know that's something where it's really scary. Sometimes she's had seizures on the bed and I've had to hold her so she didn't fall down asking her, did you take your medicine? Did you sleep enough last night? Can I get you any water? Can I get you something to eat? Just making sure, you know, she's in a comfortable place. There was one time where there was dinner in the oven. I had to take that out, make sure that was all good so we didn't burn down the house. Just kind of a general, you know, making sure, covering all the bases. Do you ever... um have any concerns because I know that you're going off to college soon I chose to go off to a college that's pretty far away it's eight hours away and I was really concerned when looking through colleges last year I was looking at schools that were a lot closer you know there was times where I was considering like deferring my admission and just staying home one more year at the end of the day I kind of realized like we have been through things that have are so much harder. Mom has had two brain surgeries. She's had a hysterectomy, you know, issues with my sister, my dad traveling. So I knew that things would be okay. You know, my sister was going to have to, you know, step up, step up to the plate and take on some more responsibility. But I also knew like we were going to be okay. You know, I've, done this a long time and I love the bond that I've taken with mom but something mom has always encouraged me to do is like you know have your own life you know go off and see the world and that's just something that I'm doing soon but in the meantime it's just you know going through the motions and that's such good advice you know go out see the world Mm -hmm. don't let anything hold you back right fight on Mm -hmm. Yeah, like mom has never let anything hold her back. You know, she's done so much with ev- all the cards that she's been handed. And so I, I really don't have an excuse. Yeah, she's a fighter. <laughs> it's like I came out of her. I better got have gotten some of those jeans. Yeah. What do does Maddie do to take care of Maddie? I read a lot. Um Honestly, I've read this one series, like all four of the books in the past 36 hours. I I think I inherited a lot of my love to read from my mom. That's something she's always used, like especially when she got her concussion. She would get these large print romance books with, you know, half naked cowboys on the front. And I'd make fun of her for it. You're or Amish girls. To tell on me. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, but I I read a lot. I love to read. And then I also own like 75 bottles of nail polish. Sometimes I'll I'll paint them. I'll make them purple and then I'll get anxious and pick it off and then paint it over all over again the next night. 
Would you say that's like therapeutic for you? Yeah, it's just it's something where, you know, you you're not focusing on, you know, something. It's like you're sitting there and I'm watching YouTube and, you know, just kind of going through the motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's good to have um, things, I call it, in your uh, self-care toolkit. Mm-hmm. And there's other times where, you know, mom and I just, we bond, we unwind and we sit on the couch and we watch TV we watch The Incredible Dr. Pole, or we like those medical dramas like Chicago Med or The Resident. So that's kind of just what we do at the end of the long day. And then, obviously, I have speech tournaments on Saturdays, and that's complete chaos, but in the best way. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have those sh- uh, TV shows in Canada, uh, The Incredible Dr. Pole? Sure, we do. Oh, you just don't watch very much television? Not as much lately, no. Keep this is keeping you busy, right? <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. Yes, I think so. Um, so, Maddie, we talked about all this different stuff. Uh, do you have any final thoughts of something you want us to know about you, or that's important to you for our audience? I think it's important to be like empathetic and you know a little bit apathetic where if someone's different than you you know it's not your business to be you know judgy to just accept those differences you know if people are going through pain like it's so hard for me if I have friends that are going through things and I can't take away their pain but just being there really and don't let the little things get to you that's really something I've been learning more recently is just like the little things don't matter in so many different ways. You know, I've sometimes you got to take a step back and saying in the grand scheme of things in, you know, four days or three months or a year, is this going to matter? You know, and most of the time the answer is no. And that's, hard to accept but I think it's something that is important for everybody to go through um yeah and then if anyone wants to follow my twitter it's at anxious apricot um <laughs> I love yeah, it that, yeah that's, that's, that's me I'm an anxious apricot um thank you so much for having me on yeah I appreciate it as yeah. always it's nice talking to you mom I can go downstairs and do that in like five minutes but I thank you for having me on, Sita. I appreciate it. No problem. And thank you so much for being part of our podcast. And it sounds like you're an amazing help to your mom, even though sometimes it's difficult. I mean, I do my best. I think it's so worth it. She sets such a great example. And if I could be a quarter of the awesome, amazing, strong-willed woman she is, I think... <laughs> Mom, I'm not sucking up. I'm trying to speak the truth. Like, you're Sorry. my role model, okay? You're we've my role been, model. We've been just so serious. I had to break it up, kind of. Okay, Mom. I love Mom. you, Maddie, no matter what you say. But I have to tell you that the thoughts that you've put 
across to our audience are really great because there's many people that have chronic illnesses that do the same thing, that have children that have to step up or other relatives that have to step in and help when mm -hmm. they so much desire. And I think Sita can say the same thing. I want to drive. I want to do this stuff, but I just can't. And it's so um, awesome that I know that there's, you know, people there for me and you're there for me a lot. And I appreciate that. We all need each other. That's that's kind of what it boils down to. And it's hard sometimes because, you know, when you're talking about these issues, there's not always a platform for it. And not a lot of people understand. So thank you for letting me um, talk about it. Also, another thing, it's okay to be upset about things going on in your life and it's okay to be in therapy therapy has got me through a lot believe me ask mom yeah. i've spent a lot of time in joanne's office but i think that's something that has gotten me through a lot of it so thank you so much this has been very fun and insightful well I, we think you're amazing maddie yes I really appreciate all the nice things you said, and I'm sorry I teased you, but I mean, I really do appreciate it. I appreciate everything you do, the laundry, the dishes, the driving. It's so important to our team, Storp, and how we get through the day, weeks, months, and years. Thanks, Maddie. Thank you. This has been awesome. Okay, well, you can listen to it soon. You can find our podcast on Spotify under Chronic warrior pod bye i'll leave the call so what did you think about that i was um not i was surprised a little bit about some of her thoughts i did feel that we we do have a strong bond um i i get a little bit of guilt from the fact that she does have to do all those things uh you know some things like chores yeah all kids do but they don't have to hold their mom after a seizure or make sure that going through the postictal phase that she's okay. And yes. so um, I'm proud of her attitude about it, but at the same point in time, it's still a little bit of, he can't help but feel a little bit guilty about it. Yeah. It's hard. I just thought that Maddie was just so um, mature and just mm -hmm. had so much compassion for other people. And, you know, everybody's got something else going on in their life. And so, yeah. She had a great, a great uh, outlook on that. And um, I think as she's gotten older, um, if, the, if I could put it anyway, she's had to grow up faster than a lot of her other kids, her age group, because they don't necessarily have to take care of their parents. They are more coddled. Um, and she's just been able to pick it up and, you know, take, take ownership. And that's great. Thank you so much, Sita. This was so fun today. And I'm very excited to have it, um, it drop so that all of Madeline and all of Madeline's friends can hear it and tell everybody about our wonderful pod. Exactly. And thank you so much for our sponsors. One is a clothes producer who makes cool tees, sweatshirts, hats, and more, which are all about living life to the fullest with passion, spunk, and heart. They are found on Instagram. It's at Diesel Dawn Low Brand. I'll spell it out for you. At symbol D I E S E L D O N L O W Brand. Check out Jamie's apparel labeled 
hashtag warrior hugs on the site. It's great stuff. We are also sponsored by New West TV, which is a community television organization in the Vancouver area, specifically New Westminster. You can find their website at URL www.newwest.tv. We'll be up on their site soon. We'll let you know. Until next time, have a great one. Yes. Bye, Jamie. Bye, Sita. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.